This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 507 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And I love good neighbors who take care of our furry friends and our scaly friends and I guess any kinds of, of our animal pet friends. We have Dr. Dane Foxwell, and he is with Colonial Animal Hospital. Dr. Foxwell, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning. Nice to have you. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. And I know uh, you got crazy stuff happening there. So uh, it's awesome you carved out a few moments to spend with us. Oh, it's my pleasure. To- yeah, yeah. We'd love to start with, uh, and I got to ask, I mean, I'm sure you get asked this all the time, you know, is your name really Foxwell or? Yes, <laughs> yes it is, right? People tell me that I, right, you know, every now and then uh, we treat it, we treat exotic pets here uh, on a regular basis. Every now and then we will get a fox, actually. And, <laughs> and then people really think I'm joking on them, right? You know? so, but yes, oh, that is right? great. That is yeah. great. You just never know where life leads. Or sometimes you think we're in charge and other times you go, yeah, I, I have no say. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Oh, man. So Colonial Animal Hospital, you guys are doing great things there. But let's let's hear from your voice. Tell us what's going on there. Yeah, so um, we, Colonial Animal Hospital has been open for about three years, um, and uh, I acquired it about a year and a half ago, Um, and one of the things that I think that we do here that's a little bit uh, more unique than most places um, is we take uh, everyone who calls us and asks for help, right? So if you call and you say, hey, my dog's sick or my hamster's sick or whatever the case may be, um, we're going to get you in that same day. And um, we don't charge extra fees to do that as a service, right? Um, Our fees are are very reasonable and oftentimes lower than most other fees. Um, And especially for emergency type work, right? We don't charge extra emergency fees and uh, we can beat pretty much any emergency hospital within 50 miles by about 50% to 75% every time. Let me, let me take my jaw off the floor. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, we are. It's a power. We're the only privately owned emergency 24 hour hospital um, between, um, I think there's one down in Naples and I think there's one in Punta Gorda. Right. Wow. Um, and so, you know, but, uh, but yeah. And so we're just here to help, right? We're not here to rake anybody over the coals. That's not what I'm trying to do or not what we're trying to do, right? Charge reasonable rates for reasonable services. Um, and we help pets along the way. That's what's most important. Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. Well, how about your journey, Dr. Foxwell? Tell us a little bit about how you got into what you're doing. Yeah, that's a good question. So um, growing up, um, I was with my father, right? And uh, we spent a lot of time outdoors and he kind of instilled in me a love for animals and conservation and uh, taking care of, uh, you know, the creatures or the critters of the universe. Right. And, uh, and so, um, that's kind of what led me down a path of, of pursuing this as a career. Um, I, uh, see, let's see, I graduated college in 2015 and, uh, immediately went into a veterinary school and, uh, well, that's not true. I graduated veterinary school in 2015 and went to work. Right. I graduated college in 2011, graduated at see, It's all just a blur. It's all, yeah. Uh, that's right. Graduated uh, college in 2011, went to veterinary school, graduated there in 2015. Uh, I moved to Las Vegas. Uh, I practiced in Las Vegas for about two years and, um, and then left Las Vegas 
to move here to Southwest Florida. Um, I practiced uh, at, a, at a practice here for about three years um, before stepping out on my own and coming over here. Hmm. Um, and we've been here, like I said, for about a year and a half, uh, getting coming up on two years now. Yeah. And uh, it's been really great. It's been a really good journey, a very, very rewarding career. Uh, and I love what I do. You know, um, I was always a believer in, um, if you do something you love, you're never going to work a day in your life. And, uh, that is very much proven to be true for me. Um, you know, they, uh, they say about people who are great, you know, like Tom Brady or, you know, Kobe Bryant or whoever that the thing that sets them apart is they enjoy practice and they enjoy the process. And I really feel that way about veterinary medicine. I enjoy the process of veterinary medicine and, and practicing. Wow. I don't know that I would say I'm great, but I, I, I like well, to try and think that I'm helping. You know, and, th- and th- that's a part of becoming great, you know, and I don't think no one wakes up, you know, whether it's Kobe Bryant or Brady. I mean, heck, Brady was drafted, what, in the sixth or yeah, seventh round? And, yeah, way down there. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, – it's all about, like you said, man, and enjoying the process. And when you just dive into that and you're, you're absorbing and taking it all in, I mean, you know, the most successful people, including Brady is, is always learning and he's doing things yeah. differently today than he did last year and last yep. season. And, and, uh, so good for you. I mean, that's, yeah. uh, it's a wonderful place to be right. When you're so yeah. passionate about what you do and, and you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah, so. awesome. Yeah. All right, so so on the fun side, uh, your most unique pet story. What yeah. comes to oh, mind? Man. I don't know. I got a lot of them, right? Because <laughs> we deal with, like I said, we deal with um, so many uh, in different types of critters, right? You know, we uh, have um, all sorts. Of, I have hamsters come in here, and I have you know cats and dogs, and we've got uh, ring-tailed lemurs that come in and oh. we've got mon- yeah, monkeys will come in here and all sorts of crazy stuff. Wow. Uh, you know, it comes in all- and I feel like every time you see something crazy, you, then you turn around and you see something crazier than that. <laughs> you know? Um, and so, you know, we, um, we just had an iguana come in the other day and, um, we ended up the, the poor thing got its foot stuck in like a trap, right? Uh, it was a, yeah. it was, um, someone's pet. And it was outside in the sun basking and it got, it got his foot stuck in, in some kind of, I don't know, maybe it was in a trap. It's like a garden hose or something like that. I don't know, yeah. but it broke its whole leg for a little guy. And we had to do a whole amputation of his whole leg oh. on the, um, on the iguana. I mean, this thing's like six feet long and it, but it's doing great. You know, <laughs> it's doing awesome. Right? So, wow. you know, I know it's just, uh, I love it. It's, uh, yeah. you know, we can make a difference for a lot of folks and, um, I think that I think that's what's most important. Yeah. And I'm just envisioning my neighbor having a six foot iguana as a pet. Wow. Yeah, right. (laughs) I mean, you know, (laughs) maybe you would set a trap. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) I do not I do not condone that. Uh, funny so how about when it comes to myths misconceptions that you hear in your industry what what is yeah, what think, comes to mind yeah i think the biggest thing that, that is the misconceptions um i would say twofold one is um and they're both kind of the same is uh it comes down to cost right you know people have this i think theory that you know you go to the vet and you're gonna you're gonna get reamed and you're gonna get you know you're gonna walk out of here with zero dollars and whatever um 
And, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, my goal is always to do what's best for the animal. Mm. And I will recommend what's best for the animal and what's best for the animal might be expensive. Right. You know, and, and sometimes that is what it is. And I, you know, I'm not going to make a, a lesser recommendation because it's less expensive, but I will, if, you know, I say, Hey, what I think he needs is, you know, a thousand dollars. And you say, doc, I want to do that. I just don't have a thousand dollars. You know, I've only got a hundred dollars. Right. I mean, we'll do something, right. Like we're going to, we're not going to, be like, oh, well, you're doomed, you know, or, oh, man, you're, yeah. you know, you, there's no hope for you. Like, we'll, we'll do what we can to help, right? It's not about, again, it's not about dollars. It's about helping the critters. And, and yeah. we can help for almost any budget, right? You know, but you got to bring them in and give someone a chance. If it's not, even if it's not us, right? You know, that's, again, not the point, you know, got to yeah. take them somewhere. And I think in the industry, there's this conception that you're going to get raked over the coals and, and that doesn't have to be the case. And then the other thing I think is a misconception. I see it frequently is someone's pet will be sick like late at night or overnight or something like that. And they don't bring it in because they're afraid it's going to be too expensive because it's emergency. Uh-huh. You know? yeah. And, and I will say that can be true for, for most places, but at least here um, that's not the case. I mean, you come in to us at 2 AM or you come into us at 3 PM or you come in to us with an appointment or a walk-in or Christmas or, New Year's or whatever else, right? It, you're going to pay the same exact thing at uh-huh. all of those visits, right? You know, and so, because again, we're just here to help. That's our focus. And so it, I think it's a misconception that, you know, it always has to be expensive or that if it's overnight and late that you're going to get you know, taken for a ride. Yeah. You know? so. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Yeah. It's a uh, really, really helpful. Now, Cause I certainly, I, I've always thought that our, uh, yeah, lab. Uh, we went through that, and and it yeah. was a uh, it was actually a week night, and one just yeah. just finding someone that could help us because she sure. was she ended up passing away that evening. She was that sick, but yeah. um, you know, it was like uh, you know a pet that you've had for years and years and years, and and you want to do what's best for them, and and we couldn't find anyone that could even help her. You know, right. let alone we were willing to pay more. We just couldn't even find right, someone yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's the other thing, you know, it's just, it's just finding someone. And that's, that's why we're open and I'm adamant about staying open all the yeah. time, you know, yeah. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. It, it, because your pets don't get sick, you yeah. know, from nine to five, right. They're not allowed like, to oh, get man, sick. This is a, yeah. this, are you off on Wednesday? Cause I was thinking <laughs> about getting diarrhea on Wednesday, but if you're busy, yeah. I'm, I won't. I'll it's hold fine, off you know? until like, that doesn't that doesn't work that way. You know, sometimes <laughs> it's inconvenient. Sometimes it's you know, yeah. Sunday yeah. night or Friday night or, or like I said, Christmas or whatever the case may be. But someone's got to be there to help. You know, so. well, that's awesome. How about when you're not working in the business, when you're not taking yeah. care of all the pets in Southwest yeah. Florida? What are you doing for fun? That's a good question. Yeah, well, there's a lot of pets in Southwest Florida, <laughs> so. <that laughs> So they keep me pretty busy. Um, but I, I do uh, enjoy uh, food and wine, right? You know, yeah. I like to eat nice food. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, I don't want to say I get super nice wine because that's expensive. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I do enjoy wine uh, to pair with my dinner meals, right? I do yeah. like to eat. I'm a foodie, I would say. Nice. And, uh, so, yes. Uh-huh. Do you have a, uh, a favorite place or a place or two? That you Do I have a favorite place? Lessons? Yes, I would be remiss if I if someone asked me that and I did not mention Angelina's Restaurante in uh, Bonita Springs slash Estero. Okay. Is, 
by far, in my opinion, the best restaurant in Southwest Florida. Right? I'm going to write that one down. Right. Angelina's Restaurante. I'm going to ask for a discount next time. <laughs> <laughs> we will mention just, your name when we get that's it. That's right. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. Uh, but it's very delicious. And, and what makes it really special is the service is astounding. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. How about Dr. Foxwell, when it comes to life challenges, hardships, we've all been through them. What comes to mind looking back uh, when you say, yeah, that was a rough period of time, but I got yeah. through it and because of that. Yeah. I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that the, the biggest thing that, um, you know, gets you or, or the biggest thing for me in this instance is just the amount of effort that it takes to maintain 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 <laughs> days a year. Right. I mean, um, most clinics are open for about 10 or 12 hours. Um, and so you would think that to stay open for 24 hours, you would double your staff, right. Or double whatever. And it's really not true. It's really a tripling of your staff, right. Yeah. Because you have to have, you know, three eight hour shifts now and you have to have, you know, doctors to do this and your time to do that. And when your doctors are sick and you have to be there and whatever. And so, um, you know, that is the, the thing that I think is the biggest hardship in terms of, of running a 24 hour practice. Um, but I think the thing that, that gets you through it is just focusing on the purpose, right? Yeah. You know, what's, what's the purpose is, um, you know, if we're not here to your point, I mean, you just told the story, no one was even there to potentially help your dog. Yep. You know, I mean, some people's dogs die and they're not just your dog, right? I mean, it's your family, you know, when your family member dies because somebody's not there to help. I mean, that, that's not good. Right. You know, and if I can stand up and make a difference, then I like to think that's worth it, you know, yeah. and if I can do the same thing, but make it affordable and, and therefore more accessible to folks, like I said, we can, we beat the prices on most every other emergency practice by 50 to 75% every time. And so if I can make it more accessible to more people, then I can help more. And like I said, I like to think that that's worth it. Plus, I think at the end of the day, the, the pets benefits because I, I got to Oh, for sure. I got to imagine that there are families out there, you know, just trying to make ends meet. And it's uh -huh. easy to put on, you know, even if it's the annual checkup, you know, well, let's push it back, uh, you know, six months or another year. And, and uh, you know, maybe something could get caught ahead of time. Or certainly if your pet's in pain, I guess that's the biggest challenge that, that I, people have with their pets. We don't really know when they're ill, right? You know, they right. can't tell us. So maybe we wait longer than we should have because right. of that concern. Yeah. Well, how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about Colonial? What would that be? Um, I mean, the biggest thing I think is, I think Colonial speaks for itself, right? You know, but I think the biggest thing is that we're here yeah. and you know, we're always available. That's kind of our hashtag, right? You know, we're always available um, and that we can, you know, we can help, right? Again, pretty much whatever the situation is, you know, there's sometimes where that's not entirely true, right? You know, sometimes you need the thousand dollar surgery, right? You know, and it's right. just, you need it. Um, you're not, you're, you're good, but you're not a miracle worker. All right. I'm not, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not the big man upstairs. Right. You know, I'm, I yeah. might be a vessel, yeah. but I'm just, I'm just a guy. Yeah. Um, and so, um, but you know, nine times out of 10, for sure, we can help, yeah. you know? And, and so just call us and, and see what's up. Right. That'd be the yeah. one thing. 
And speaking of which, I know we have listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch, or sure. at least, you know, make a reference when that time comes when they do need you, they can get a hold yeah. of you. What's the best way? Yeah. So the best way, uh, we book appointments through the phone, right? Uh, that's the best way. You know, uh, I think it adds a personal touch to, to talk to a human being. Uh, and so I, I keep it that way on purpose that we only do appointments through the phone. Um, the best way is to call. Our number is 239-541-0726. Two three nine five four one zero seven two six. It's the same number all the time. There's always someone here. There's always someone can answer the phone. Oh, awesome! Well, Dr. Foxwell, again, thank you for all you do in the community and for helping out and for sharing this really important information. Yeah, it's my pleasure and privilege. Honestly, it really is. You know, thank uh, you. You got it. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.